When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go red. Put them together. <laughs> you better put them hands together. For Thursday, Buck-Ons and Buck-Offs all morning long. Who has earned that pat on the back? Who has earned a kick in the rear? Vince Young gets a big buck on. It's his birthday today, so we've been having some fun with that. And on the uh, heels of Ty Henderson's comment that Vince Young is why he fell in love with football. <laughs> That led to a fun conversation of the athletes that uh, led you to love a certain sport or team. That's been a good conversation. We'll continue that here moving forward. Also, uh, David Pierce, Texas baseball coach, will join us at the bottom of the hour. Showdown series with first place West Virginia coming up starting tonight. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. All of them will be in the Big 12 this weekend. Uh, they'll start the Big 12 Conference Tournament next Wednesday in Arlington. So they need to get this thing done by Saturday. Longhorns could finish anywhere from first to seventh based on how it all plays out plays out this weekend. Safe to say, pretty big three games of baseball for the Longhorns. Uh, David Pierce, bottom of the hour. Also, they're teeing off uh, here shortly at the PGA Championship. Should have been uh, a couple hours into the first round there. At uh, They were supposed to tee off at 7 o'clock this morning Eastern time, uh, or 6 o'clock in the morning, or just after. And uh, here we are. They haven't teed off yet because of uh, the frost, the cold, cold temperatures uh, there. So we'll watch that tournament uh, long that, that, the course there, Buck, is 121 years old in Rochester. 120 years old. Jeez Louise. Uh, he used to recruit Rochester back in the day. 120 years East ago. Of, 120 years ago. East of Buffalo. And, uh, yeah, right there, a little south of Lake Erie. Uh, so they're dealing with the cold this morning um, in, in Rochester. So that, that'll happen. We'll also get uh, back into the big stories of the morning and uh, cranking it up. Buck-ons and buck-offs. Who has earned them? You decide each and every day. Let me give you a big buck. Can I give a buck-on to uh, Nikola Jokic? Because uh, we talk about you know being able to put his brand of basketball on display to the to the world, right? Uh, we, he's won two MVPs. He's been a great player for a long time. But I think for, for the national casual basketball fan getting to watch him, uh, you and I just a bit ago were watching. Somebody put together a highlight clip of all of his best assists so far in the playoffs. This dude is unbelievable. I mean, this guy is like Magic Johnson at seven feet tall. I mean, John Stockton. Oh, yeah, his vision. His vision of the floor is just remarkable. Uh, and as we say, there's not a player that has an impact, more of an impact on every single possession like Nikola Jokic. I mean, everything runs through him, whether it's in transition or it's you know in a half-court set. Everything's running through him. And uh, as they call him, a humble superstar. Doesn't like the spotlight, doesn't crave it, doesn't look for it, kind of Tim Duncan-like in that way. Uh, and but he's getting the spotlight right now because they're playing the L.A. Lakers and they're three wins away from the NBA Finals. Um, great, great player uh, with Nikola Jokic. Can't wait to see this game tonight. Yeah, this game. should be a good game. 
game number two. Game that L.A. needs. Oh, yeah, they're going to stick around in the series. But that becomes the challenge, right? The uh, There's no question. Because the question now for Nikola Jokic is, is he, is he emerging, and some say he already has emerged, as the best player in the world. But is this going to solidify that, that, that there's not a better basketball player playing than this guy? Uh, and, you know, can the Lakers overcome that? Can they overcome and beat the best player in the world? That's the challenge. And he's got a pretty good roster of guys around him, and they've already got one game. I know they've all won their home games, but this is this is the one series I don't I don't think if you go down two. Yeah. You're you're not gonna win back to backers at your home. I think you're gonna struggle in one of those games. All right, let's get to your headlines, other trending topics. It was a busy night locally and around the country. Let's get you caught up on the news. Top gun equipment rentals bring them to you. And, yeah, start with the soccer. Huge road win last night for Austin FC. Midweek matchup on the, in the Great Northwest at Seattle. And uh, surprise, surprise, the Austin FC group uh, gets a goal early from uh, in the 37th minute from Ethan Finley. And then Finley assisted on a, on a goal for Yazi Zardes, a header early in the second. Uh, they go into Seattle, take three points with a 2-1 to one win. That match, match ended an eight-match winless streak for Austin FC. And it's the first time that they've ever beaten Seattle as a franchise. In hockey, tough loss for the Texas Stars last night in Cedar Park. Milwaukee scored a third-period goal to break a 3-3 tie. Take, they take game 3-4-3 three, three in that Calder Cup playoff series. It's a best of five. So the Stars will skate in an elimination game tomorrow night, game four, at HEB Center at Cedar Park. If they're able to win that, they'll play the deciding game five on Sunday night out also in Cedar Park. Speaking of golf, Longhorn men's golf team is going to return to Arizona to defend their national championship. Uh, the team finished fifth at the NCAA Regional Tournament in East Lansing, Michigan this yesterday. That qualifies them to head out to Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale. That's the same course in which the Longhorns stopped Arizona State last year to win the 2022 Men's Golf National Championship. North Carolina, excuse me, uh, unfortunately the, tech, the season came to an end for the Texas women's tennis team yesterday. They fell to top-ranked North Carolina 4-2 in their NCAA quarterfinal at the UTSA National Campus. USTA National Campus, I can read this morning. NBA, 8th seed of Miami Heat run, and their run through the Eastern Conference playoffs continued last night in Boston. Jimmy Butler scored 23 of his game-high 35 in the second half to lead Miami to a 123-116 win over the heavily favored Celtics in Game 1 of that Eastern Finals. Heat were down 9 to start the third quarter, proceeded to outscore Boston 46-25 in the third. They roll um, again. Uh, game two of that series will be Friday night. Game two of the Western Conference Finals is tonight. Baseball, gut punch loss for the Rangers last night and a thrilling win for the Astros. And Arlington Rangers got another excellent start from Nathan Eovaldi, their emerging ace there, the right-hander. They had a 5-3 to three lead over the Braves with six outs to go. But Atlanta rallied against that Ranger bullpen. They had two in the eighth to tie it and then won it with an Orlando Arcia home run with two outs in the ninth inning. They get the win there. In Houston, while the Astros were down 6-1 to one, but rallied, and Kyle Tucker's two-run single in the ninth capped a four-run ninth-inning rally. Astros walk off the Cubs 7-6. to six. They've won seven of their last eight. Three-game sweep there. Adele Diamond, Round Rock, lost to El Paso 10-4. to four. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come see one of the many reasons your mama loves us this month by getting select Toro and Hustler zero-turn mowers for up to 26% off. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. You know, as we talk about these teams and these players that, you know, and kind of inspired us to really get into sports and really like sports, all the individuals. And I guarantee you, your dad saw more games with uh, Jim Brown than I ever did. I, I was in, during that kind of OJ era, but I bet your dad saw a lot of Jim Brown oh, yeah. football. Because, you know, when people, when I talk about the best football player ever to play the game, I always think of Gale Sears. But, I mean, I always get that real pushback. The Buck, you're not even close with Jim Brown. I didn't see enough of Jim Brown. That's crazy. I'm almost 68 years old, but I, I guarantee your dad being in that area saw a lot of Cleveland Browns football and, and Jim Brown, and, and I know he was special, but 
But the team sport that really got me going besides the Minnesota Vikings was the Cincinnati Reds. The big red machine. The big red machine got me so hooked on, on baseball when those guys were together. There was nothing like that baseball for me. You're right about that um, with Johnny Joe, Bench, Joe Morgan and Johnny, Johnny Bench. Oh, my goodness. Pete Rose. I mean, the big red machine was something else. Perez. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. Year after year, without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, and, yeah, that's for Jim Brown and my dad, for sure. I mean, but you know, the, 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 the player my dad always talks about. Dad used to always talk about Paul Brown, of course. The owner. And, growing and up the, in, in Akron and, and the Cleveland, guy, Cleveland area. The man. The man. Uh, but, and, and I, you know, my dad was a Browns fan, but he was more of an Ohio State football fan. He loved Paul Warfield. Well, you know, I love Paul Warfield. I always wanted to be Paul Warfield because I was slow smooth. like Paul. <laughs> I could catch it all, but I wasn't getting away from anybody. Yep. But he was so smooth. The smooth Paul Warfield. Uh, absolutely, yeah. But Jim Brown, I mean, I think pound for pound, maybe the greatest player ever to play. Mm. And remember, he retired after nine seasons. They go into acting and start making movies and mess around with Raquel Welsh and everybody. <laughs> but so, but but Jim Brown was was retired by 1965. My dad would have been 15. So yeah, growing up, watch Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, nine times a Pro Bowler, and wow. yeah, I mean, you know, along with Earl Campbell and, and some others. I mean, the greatest combination of you know Bo Jackson. The speed and power combination. I mean, the guy was six two and two thirty, but he run away from people. And as they said, defenses were just to stop him. Period. Alone, <laughs> and they couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite player growing up, Randy White, the Manster. The Manster, part, yeah. Part man, part monster for the Dallas Cowboys. I like that. Uh, all right. So the uh, headlines last night: great win for Austin FC. Um, Surprising. I don't think a lot of people expected them to win that game without Sebastian Driussi still out and on the road, a team they've never beaten. In they were the... like plus 476 to win. Really? So, did you, you bet the, on If them? you had the confidence to bet on <laughs> I don't think any Austin FC fan had that, that confidence. Uh, but they got the win, and Ethan Finley was a big, big, big catalyst. Uh, Yazzie Zardis with the header. Um, you know, great win. I mean, that's one of those things that can jumpstart a season. You're looking because uh, you know if you're, you're flatlining as a team, which it felt like they were with eight consecutive matches without a point, without a win. They had only taken four of the possible 24 points in the last eight matches, and they're sinking fast. And that's the kind of win that can you know, you know resuscitate and bring some life back into the into the locker room, into the ball club. Uh, so we'll see if that can help Austin FC moving forward. They don't play another MLS game until next weekend. They're going to play down in Houston, but they've got that that. Uh, U.S. Cup thing coming up next week, so we'll talk some soccer. But how about Jimmy Butler in the Heat, Buck? Uh, just you know, at this point, it's not a surprise. I know for Vegas, they were eight-point underdogs. Uh, they, they've now gone on the road and won Game One of every series. They went into Milwaukee, they went into New York, and now they went into Boston. And uh, first half, uncharacteristically, the, Celt- the uh, Heat gave up 66 points. Jason Tatum kind of picked up where he left off in his 51-point game to close out the uh, the 76ers. But the you know the halftime adjustments as we talk about Eric Spolstra, that team, that culture, and the connectedness of that that, that locker room, they never panicked. Came out and just, I mean, they just walloped oh, yeah. the uh, Celtics in the third quarter. Forty five, most points that the Heat have, as a franchise have ever scored in one quarter. Uh, and it's also safe to say that the Celtics didn't come out with a lot of energy in that third quarter somehow, uh, kind of on cruise control after posting sixty six and uh, having a nine point lead. Uh, that's disappointing in Boston, but the Heat at this point that can't be a surprise that they took Mm-mm. Game One, and they're just uh, just a really good team. And Jimmy Butler, you know, we talk about Nikola Jokic playing to his level. I mean, Jimmy Butler's been the best player in the playoffs so far, uh, along with 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 Jokic. I mean, this guy's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, night in night out, thirty five points last night. He had twenty uh, in that run through the third quarter. He was the main guy. He also had three points. Wow. Also had five steals. 
uh, last night, which he's affecting both ends of the floor. We mentioned that the only guy that ever that has had you know two games in one playoff run with you know over thirty points, over five assists, and over five steals. He doesn't look like Michael Jordan. He doesn't look like Jordan. Doesn't look like the the basketball player that you'd ever want to back into a corner and throw down with. From Houston, he looks like he'd be into every bit of it. Well, he's the tip of their spear, man. He is the heartbeat uh, of that team, and you know he's yeah, you're right. I mean, he is a he's a hard nosed player who loves this time of year. Um, you know, the tougher the con- the situation, yep. the, the more he plays. That's why they call him Playoff Jimmy or Jimmy Buckets. Uh, he's just a Hemi Butler. That's what he's being called now because he's him. He's him. <laughs> he's playing like that. When you start putting up numbers that are comparable to Michael Jordan, as I say, the Jimmy Butler the second. Has his second career road playoff game with 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, and five steals. Only other player to do it twice on the road was Michael Jordan, 7370. Um, since that, since the steal stat has been tracked. Wow. That's a rarefied error for Jimmy Butler. And there are times where his game kind of looks like MJ when he's, you know, driving to the hoop and finishing shots and, you know, just hitting big buckets. I mean, he's not afraid of the moment. He's he actually thrives within the in the moment, which is what's uh what is is carrying them through Giannis and now through the Knicks and now one game in on the Celtics, and I do think the coaching matchup is pretty oh, yeah. pretty large. The gap between what Eric Spolster can do with adjustments and, and game planning and getting his team ready to play versus Joe Mazzulla, I think could be the downfall of the Celtics. It's this their inconsistency at their best. They're probably the best team, but they also can go into these lulls and you know that to me that's on coaching. That's on the adjustments. That's on the ability to keep playing. I think they got the playing. best out of they're going to get out of their their big guy Williams last night. That's that's probably his. You know, that's probably his highlight. Well, last he has night. zero offensive game whatsoever. But that's his highlight last night of his game right there. I mean, he he gets a lot of rebounds. He's around the bucket, but you're right. He's not going to score. We'll probably enough. get another 45, 50 pointer out of Tatum though. I'd expect somewhere. That. That, yeah, doesn't well, matter who's guarding him sometimes. I, guess, I mean, he was breaking down like the double teams last night in the first half. I just I mean, they were doubling him up, and he was going that Euro step that he does. Well, his walking that they didn't let him get away with last night. He had a couple they called him for traveling. But, man, his, he just splits the double team. He is strong. But he didn't want to take on Jimmy Buckets. He didn't want that. Well, that's the thing, right? There's, a, there's also the uh... – well, there's an intimidation factor, Jimmy oh, Butler. And he'll wear you out. <laughs> he's just he's such a physically tough player and mentally tough player. Uh, by the way, speaking of traveling, can I say that about Nikola Jokic, too, while we're talking about him? That's the other thing. He doesn't travel. Like, everyone else in the league is allowed to travel, and they travel all the time. That dude, is with his footwork, he still does it the old school way. Yep. He still does it what was legal back in the day. I can't believe the dude's coming Pivot. down on a fast break. Yeah. Footwork is tremendous uh, for a big man of his size. Jimmy Butler in the in the Heat, uh, one game up. And here's what I would say, though. I think because through the course of a seven-game series, the coach I trust to make better adjustments and, and you know, the, the chess match is Eric Spolstra. So to go in and get game one and already steal one, I think it's going to go the way of the of the Bucks and the of the Knicks. It's just you had to get this one, Boston. You had to build on what you did. Uh, you, you maybe saw the light against Philadelphia when you fell behind three games to two and had to go on the road and beat the Sixers and then come back home to win it in Game Seven and to play that you know lackadaisically in the in the in the third quarter. Oh yeah, to allow a team on your floor to put up almost fifty points in a quarter, uh, that can't happen if you're going to try to you know get to the back to the NBA Finals and win a championship. Long series, but I I trust that it'll be Eric Spolstra making the right moves here between now and well, if it goes four wins two zero, it won't be long. Oh yeah, that's Friday night. That is Friday night. So uh, 
Should be interesting. Coming up, we're going to talk to David Pierce, Texas baseball. Uh, we'll we'll preview this series, and as we said, if you're heading out to the uh, dish this weekend and tonight, J.J. Weatherholt is the name to watch. He gets a big buck on. Uh, this is one of those guys who show up to the ballpark to see play. He's likely, not likely, he's going to be the Big 12 Conference Player of the Year in the regular season. All he's doing is batting 466, leads the conference in hits. He's got 15 home runs. He's got 30-some steals on the year. He plays second base for West Virginia. This is a guy the Longhorns are going to have to deal with. Um, and as, you, as we said, Buck, I mean, the stats would just tell you, even if you haven't seen him play, you got to keep him off the bases yes, because he'll steal the sure. base, But which which leads you to throw him good pitches because you don't want to walk him. Um, but, you know, if you're throwing it to get too much of the plate, he's going to, you know, he's batting 466. I mean, he's, he's his on-base percentage is ridiculous. Yeah, he's going to put the ball in play. And he is, he is the, uh, speaking of tips of spears, he is just that for this West Virginia team who is coming to Austin trying to clinch a Big 12 championship in the regular season and lock up the number one seed. And they're three games clear of Texas right now. They're two and a half games up on, or they're two games up on Oklahoma State and three games up on Texas. Obviously, all they need is a win and one Oklahoma State loss, and they're going to be the champs uh, of this conference. Longhorns, of course, uh, with three wins, a sweep of this series, would be you know in a, in a position to still win the conference. But if they're going to even win the series, they're going to have to deal with J.J. Weatherholt. Going to have to play good no matter what. Yep. I mean, whether it's for this series or as you continue on, right? Oh, yeah. It's that time of the year. Well, you better have a plan. We'll talk to Coach Pierce about what that plan might be against this guy because he'll you – know, it's like Ivan Melendez last year or Cody Clements a few years ago. They just – you, you just – you also have to be careful of who you're dealing with around them and – uh you know, in that lineup, because other other hitters get better pitches because of him. Uh, he's just one of those guys that can can beat you in a lot of different ways, and might be the national player of the year when it's all said and done in college baseball. He's only a sophomore, true sophomore, so you have to deal with him again next year at, at West Virginia. Uh, they'll be here tonight. We'll preview that coming up with Coach David Pierce. Uh, taking your athlete that uh, led you to love a sport or a team, uh, because Vince Young celebrated is celebrating a 40th birthday today. That was Ty's guy. Who were who were your other guys? I'm sure maybe T.J. Ford in basketball. Um, yeah, like A.J. Abrams. Surprisingly enough, mm. made me love Texas basketball. Um, for for baseball, it's probably Michael Young or uh, Ian Kinsler. I really liked when I was younger. Oh, Michael Young was such a great player. Um, and then basketball, it's got to be Dirk and Peja Stoyakovic. I loved, I loved. I still love Peja. I modeled my my shot after him with a little kick out. Come on, man. I don't think a lot of people would say Peja Stojakovic. I loved him. Peja. I'm excited to see his son play here next year. He's, He's a big recruit, right? Oh, yeah. He, he visited Texas, but he committed to Stanford, I'm pretty sure. Where is he? Is he a Metroplex kid? No, I think he's from California. Oh, okay. I, I had no idea. Um, but, yeah, Peja Stojakovic. Who was your basketball guy, Buck? Was it, was it Tiny Archibald? Well, yeah. Well, hoopster. Yeah, I liked Tiny Archibald's little Celtics that he was. You didn't like And, of course, Dr. J. But I, when I when I grew up in Carolina, I was it was David uh, Thompson. Ooh, the high flyer! The high flyer from NC State, touching the top one. of the backboard. It's a good one. It says James Brown from Texas. Uh, my first favorite Longhorn. God, that just made me old. <laughs> James Brown. Oh man, Big Twelve champ. Listen, you and James Brown and Dan Neal and Ricky Williams and Priest Holmes. You guys brought home the first Big Twelve championship, first ever. Let's just say there haven't been enough since then. But guess what, Texas? You have a chance to bookend it. That's right. Go the first. This is the year. Go to the last. No excuses for this one. Not this, being a part of this. 
It says, born at 1986, Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman. Led to my love of the Dallas Cowboys. That's that's good. And I, that, that, every time I hear those guys, I always think of the days at St. Edwards when I was going to school there, and they were having training camp at St. Edwards. Talk about, you know, I was not, you know, an adolescent and a teenager at that point. I was into college, but still, how impressionable that was. One of the reasons I do what I do, I believe, Buck, was was those training camps because what would happen is, you know, the Cowboys would show up, and you got to remember, in the early 90s, when I, I was at St. Ed's from 91 through 95, I mean, the Cowboys were rock stars. I mean, they were like the Beatles. I mean, this is, you know, Aikman, um, you know, Emmett, the playmaker, Deion Sanders was on the team driving around in like a Mercedes-Benz golf cart. I mean, it was unbelievable to be at St. Ed's when those practices Yeah, and that's why when we interview guys like Too Tall Jones, my mouth just hangs open because, man, I used to watch that guy. That guy was phenomenal. I mean, he was what an athlete that dude was. more underrated players of Absolutely. all time. But, I mean, so when that was happening, every radio station in Dallas would, would park at St. Ed's and they'd do shows. Uh, this was, you know, this was at the very beginning of the ticket. It's how it'd be 110 degrees here. Listen before the listen before the Cowboys, at least in the state of Texas, because what I wanted to get into was some form of sports radio, right? I mean, that was kind of my goal when I was at St. Ed's. I wanted to do this, but there weren't like all sports radio stations when I first when I was graduating high school and going into college. There weren't all twenty four hour sports stations. That changed when the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys started winning Super Bowls, and up in Dallas, the ticket went on the air, and the ticket was the, the first or one of the first that I recall of being you know an all sports station. So they would show up along with the, the competitors, and they would do radio shows from right there in the, in the RCC at St. Ed's. And I would sit there and watch them, and uh, that's, you know, it's like, okay, that's what I want to do. That's how you do that. <laughs> and that's, uh, you know, keep an eye on how they set up. And, um, of course, the Cowboys were the, the thing they were covering. They'd come down for a week at a time and cover Cowboy Camp, and that was raucous, Buck. And I also remember I covered the last year that I was there was the, the first year of Barry Switzer. Wow. And Barry Switzer came in. Come on, Barry. Gun toting Switzer. And I was at the press conference when Barry Switzer had to talk about trying to carry a gun in his bag <laughs> through the airport. <laughs> Hard to do whatever. Oh, dude, it was unbelievable. Grabbed the wrong bag. Forgot the gun was in my gun bag. Gun was in my other bag. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Come on. And everybody in the room was just sitting there going, really? You really? tried to carry a pistol? And this is still in the mid-90s. Pistol. This is a mistake. It's all right. It's a pretty big mistake for the head football coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he's just—he's observing his he was in Second a, Amendment. He was in a—he was in a hurry, right. you know, on that plane yeah. with I that mean, gun. He's grabbed the wrong, grabbed the wrong bag. Grabbed the wrong. I've had bird. stuff. I've had stuff in my, but not a gun. But I've—I've I've had stuff in my bags going through security where I'm like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be in there. Oh, really? Have you? Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody did that today? I mean, nothing that bad, but that's thirty years. Yeah, ago with now. a gun. No, that's <laughs> with a gun. That's uh, shutting down the airport for probably. Oh yeah. Thirty minutes. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. When we do, it's baseball. It's a Thursday conversation with the head coach of the Longhorns, David Pierce. It's Bucky and Aaron. Indeed, appreciate all the contributions on the Specs text line. Good stuff for sure this morning on Buck-Ons and Buck-Offs and the uh, athletes that led you to love a certain team or sport on Vince Young's 40th birthday. For a lot of Longhorn fans, Vince was the catalyst for a lot of Longhorn fandom, including our producer, Ty Henderson. Uh, but it's a big weekend on the 40 acres over at McCombs Field. There'll be a NCAA regional with the Longhorns hosting Seton Hall and Texas State and Texas A&M in a four-team regional. Uh, and over at Dishwalk Field starting tonight, 
It's going to be the final game series of the regular season, but it's going to be probably a super regional atmosphere with West Virginia, the first place team in the Big 12 in town. Uh, to preview it and talk about it, let's go to the Vaqueros hotline and have our weekly visit with Texas head coach David Pierce. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I listened to you uh, intro that, and we've kind of been looking at the entire month of May as every weekend a super regional. And uh, definitely just kind of getting this group uh, – somewhat prepared for that type of atmosphere because they're just young and different and new. And so uh, we've just kind of been using that theme all the way through, but it's going to be a crazy one. I think it's going to be an exciting weekend. You know, coach, as I always say, that's, you know, it's almost getting, as you don't want to reach that crescendo today, you do want to start on that upward trajectory starting today for sure. Yeah. I mean, but there's players that never, have played in a regional or super regional in our clubhouse. And so if we can just start building that, Mm -hmm. that thought of you win the series, you advance, you don't, you know, you don't, the season's over and it's not over, but at the same time, if you start having that kind of mindset, I think it's good for our team. Uh, yeah, attention to detail at that point. And, you know, you guys have had great crowds all year long, but uh, with, with sellouts expected, the weather looks like it's going to be nice and good. Uh, you know, that can be an impactful thing. I mean, West Virginia comes in here looking to clinch a conference championship. You guys could do the same with a great weekend, and, and you know how important those fans can be uh, to the, to the to, you know, lifting your ball club and, and putting pressure on the opposing team. I hope so. I mean, I know our fans are important to us, and, they do a great job of showing up and cheering for our team. But, you know, you put a team in an environment that's not as comfortable coming into the dish and, you know, you never know. It's tough to sweep in the the Big 12, but we're up for the challenge. But you can't sweep unless you win game one. So that's where our focus is. Love it. Love it. Coach uh, David Pierce with us. Let me ask you about a guy I don't think we've talked a lot about during the year in our visits on Thursdays. I know Dylan Campbell's still got the 30-game hit streak going. Peyton Powell's been really good. How about Porter Brown? I saw a news story this week that he was a, a, an eye model as a kid with his blue eyes or whatever color they are. But Porter Brown, the TCU transfer, what, is, what a year he's had for you. Kind of a rock in the middle of the order, playing a great brand of outfield. What has he brought to your locker room with, with, a veteran, with a veteran presence? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, first of all, those eyes are, uh, they will, they're so different they're green with uh, uh i don't know like a stare when you look at him uh, i sit and face him in the dugout after pregame and we have our one-on-one and just kind of have a kind of light moment but and we always talk about his eyes they're unbelievable they have a different look to them uh and you can't it's crazy you can't take your eyes off of his eyes <laughs> hazel hazel eyes but, yeah, but it's just, they're just very cool looking, I guess. But he's been awesome. Uh, he's come in with some experience. Uh, he's played in postseason. Uh, he's worked his tail off to become a really good left fielder. And that was our comfort of getting him in one spot and letting him learn every 
ins and out part of that position, playing in the corner at the dish, uh, uh, getting better at going to the gap. But his arm has con- continuously improved as well. But as a teammate, um, he's very smart, uh, so he's intelligent, and he comes up with some great one-liners with his teammates. But they've accepted him. He's accepted and has loved being here and has been a rock, like you said, in our lineup. He's had – He's got the ability to put a team on his back for a month and really take off, uh, and he's shown spurts of that. So hopefully he's he's got a, a, a lot of excitement for the team and for the fans in front of him. Agreed with that. Uh, how about Eric Kennedy, the weekend he had uh, this past weekend uh, in your win over San, San Jose State, your series win, uh, had eight, eight RBI, which is, you know ties a program record in the, in the win. Uh, the second win, the, the first win of the series. Uh, but Eric Kennedy, another guy. We talk about this time of year, guys who have been there, done that, and uh, and understand what this what, what kind of this kind of weekend is going to be like. Uh, I have to feel pretty good about putting EK in the lineup. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw 15 home runs coming at this time of the year from EK, and uh, it's just become uh, he's just become a much more complete hitter. Uh, but he's put the work in. He's made some adjustments in his setup as well as his sling, kind of sorting some things up. Uh, just more about timing and, and allowing his strength to, to, to work that away. But he's just been a rock. I think every year, too, you look at last year of 128 home runs, and everybody says, where's the power going to come from? Eric Kennedy is the, the fourth highest home run rate of any player in the BB core era at Texas. Uh, you wow. have Ivan, you have Cody, you have Murph Staley, and then Eric Kennedy, which I don't know if he would have been in that, in, in that conversation a year ago, although he has some power. There's a difference in having BP power and then power in the game. And he's put it together. No question about that. David Pierce with us, uh, Longhorns playing West Virginia, a uh, big-time series this weekend. And for the West Virginia, we've talked about the, their second baseman uh, who is just having one heck of a year. talking about Ivan Melendez last year, but J.J. Weatherholt on the other side batting 460-plus, and he's got uh, 15 homers and steals bases. What's the challenge in dealing with him in this West Virginia lineup? Well, usually when you have a player with power and, you know, run producer, you don't see the, the speed as well, but J.J. has both. I mean, he can really hit for power, and he's 35 for 41 and still in bags. So uh, he's a complete guy, stays in the middle of the field. I think kids like that, you got to pick your, pick your times of how you want to pitch to him as far as, you know, when you want to pitch around him and when you want to attack him. Um, you know, at times, too, you go, well, we're not going to let that guy beat you, but you don't want to put speed on, on the bases in a close game. So, you know, I think we're just going to have to be – uh, pretty precise of how we attack him, but he's had a great year. He's a, he's a good-looking kid and uh, hits in their two-hole, and I think he makes them go. Yeah, and when you say that, Coach, I mean, I, you don't want one player to beat you, but here's a player who makes everybody around him good. I mean, if you, as you said, if you try to get around him, what you do is you set up his, his other guys, and uh, that becomes a problem too. And I, I'm always of the theory, one guy, I don't want one guy to beat me. But I also have to understand that the people around him, he's made better too. They're not just, you know, you just can't say, okay, I got to get him out. Forget about the rest of them. I'll take my chances. But if you, you, you got to keep him off the pads because, as you said, this kid can really run. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go back to a few years ago when I was at Tulane and we were facing Ian Half at Cincinnati, and it was Ian Half and seven freshmen in the lineup with another DH, and so you could really 
not even pitch the end because uh, you can move on to, you know, three freshmen mm-hmm. behind him. Well, that's not the case here because they've got guys that can hurt you behind J.J. So um, I, I think the goal is and the hope is as many times he can come up with nobody in scoring position is a bonus for us. No question about it. Yeah, if he gets on in that two-hole and he's threatened to steal, that gives a lot of good pitches to the, the three- and four-hole cleaner uh, lineup guys uh, for West Virginia who come in here in first place in the Big 12. Um, you know, the Big 12 championship, or regular season championship and, and regular season standings on the line here. Uh, Lucas Gordon will go tonight at uh, 6.30 uh, with the first pitch. Then LeBaron Johnson Jr. going to start on Friday uh, with a, a 6.30 first pitch. And then Tanner Witt will pitch on Saturday again, Coach. And it was really good to see him. He went three innings and really looked more like Tanner Witt, most like we've seen him uh, in this continued comeback. So you're going to keep him in the starting role uh, here into the final weekend. Yes, um... I think if you take one pitch away from this past weekend, he gave up a three-run home run. But if you take that pitch away and he walks away unscathed, uh, three three innings of no no run scored, you look at that as what a tremendous outing. But it was actually, uh, like you like you said, it, it it looked more like Tanner. He had some angle on his fastball, really commanded his curveball. So he'll be in that slot, and um, you know he's still on a pitch count, but. We're kind of just using him as an opener right now, and I'm a lot more comfortable using him as an opener this week than I was last week and definitely the two weeks previous. So uh, he keeps getting better, and so we're pretty comfortable with that, that setup for us. Coach, what about the bullpen? Obviously, you know, these games, the Leighton games, the first game against San Jose State, another example of a lead that got away. Uh, what's been the mindset and the conversation with Woody Williams and the pitching staff about, you know, finishing these games and closing them out when you have a lead? Yeah, well, it's much more about getting after it in the bullpen and, and, and facing some hitters during the week um, and trying to build some confidence there as opposed to just talking about it. So uh, we've made some improvements in some grips. Uh, we've made some improvements in even a couple of guys with their arm slots and just keep trying to get better with those guys. And uh, I think the key is we have some guys in there that really match up well with one side. In other words, a Hessen told they hit 135 against him right-handed hitters, but left-handed hitters are hitting, you know, over 300. So having the ability to get both types of guys or also just um, maybe even using those guys more precise and, and just match-up type setup. So uh, we'll just continue to try to work it. And I, I like um, how that's becoming more effective in my mind of what I see that's moving forward. And, you know, when you look at inherited runners, our best three guys have been David Shaw, Ace Whitehead, and Heston Toll. And so those guys aren't big arms, but they've been getting guys out. So we've got to continue to look at those guys. No question. Longhorns 35 and 18 on the year, 12 and 9 in the Big 12. West Virginia 39 and 13, 15 and 6 in Big 12 play. Obviously, Longhorns three back with three to play this weekend. Coach, best of luck. Uh, looking forward to a great series, a fun environment at the Dish, and hope we're talking about uh, great things as you guys head off to Arlington next week for the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Been Thank you, Coach. Hook them. Right, there's, uh, there's David Pierce, Longhorns, uh, this weekend. We'll see where it goes. As we said, the Longhorns can finish anywhere. At, they can finish at the top of the Big 12. First place, if they have a great weekend and they the bottom bottom level, they could fall all the way to seventh. I mean, it's it's that's the the jumbled mess of the Big Twelve, and they got to win them all. Guys. I like that last thought about the bullpen. Got to come in and attack and go with the guys and getting people out. 
Um, but just because they don't, they don't have the 95 mile hour fastball, you got to get people in there that are going to get the ball. You know, throw strikes first and foremost, and then and get, let your get, defense get, play. Which you've been playing pretty good defense all yeah, year. Yeah, best defense in the Big 12. Yep. Um, you know, at the top, and these two teams are really evenly matched. They're both in the top four in offense in the Big 12. Top four in offense, pitching, and defense. Uh, they can, you know, so they're a very even ball club. Uh, that I do think, as David Pierce said, the crowd can have an impact on this. This is a big, big spot for West Virginia. They're coming in trying to clinch a, a number one seed. They could host a super a regional next weekend or two weekends up there in Morgantown. Uh, let's see if the Longhorn crowd can bring some energy and make a make it a make it a factor. Yeah, don't let that kid bring the energy at second base for them. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Load up the Blitz. They've been tremendous the last few. Well, when you say the Blitz is tremendous, what does that actually mean? But they've Nothing. been fun. They're only as good as you make them, so make it good next. A little gossip in there, too. But first, Craig Way. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip brought to you by the icy cold frosty Bud Lights. Mm, they're going to be good at the dish this weekend on this warm, humid evenings. Enjoying a nice cold Bud Light out of Dell Diamond as well. Express continue that homestand through the weekend. Uh, all of your outdoor activities and fun activities with the Ice Cold Bud Lights, the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, of the Texas Exes, and of the Texas OU game. Also of the Mullet Open. The Mullet Open. Yeah, man. You know what? Guess what? Congratulations. We have a new beach ball uh, volleyball coach, which is fantastic. And in all fairness, if you add a women's sport, aren't you supposed to add a men's sport? So it does that, that mean me- what? What? It doesn't work that way? If you add a men's sport, you probably need to find a complimentary women's number. We need men's soccer at Texas. Men's no. soccer, correct? That would be tremendous. I think it would be. Hey, let's get to the SEC first. <laughs> yeah, the Longhorns have added a uh, a beach volleyball team to their women's sports rundown, and they've hired their first coach. And which, won a lot of games at UCLA. Yeah. When, when, when are we getting Quidditch? Already have that. Aren't we have that. We're, we're like with the champs, aren't we? Like the we? Alabama of Quidditch. Yeah. Or Georgia, as it were. When is that going to be a sanctioned NCAA sport? <laughs> Hey, so funny moment as the PGA Championship tees off here in Salacious Gossip. Did you hear Dustin Johnson in his press conference this week? DJ out of the Live Tour will be competing. Our man Omar Uresti earlier said, look out for DJ if he's healthy because it's a, it's a bomber's course that you've got to be able to hit the ball long. Uh, it's a 7,500-yard test of golf at Rochester. But uh, Dustin Johnson made a joke. He made a funny buck Uh-oh. because he was talking about his previous back injury. And... Uh, <laughs> Pauline in there somewhere? Yes. Somebody asked about, uh, you know, what, did you hurt it picking up one of your kids? And he had a wry grin on his face, and he said, well, maybe a, maybe just a bigger kid. Yeah. Oh, man, and everybody blew up, alleging that maybe it was he and Paulina getting a little, oh. getting a little physical. Come on, now. Trying to pick up Paulina. Playing you, chicken? Ty, how many back injuries would you incur with Paulina Johnson? Whoa. Would Formerly Paulina Gretzky. How many would I give out? I don't, I don't know what that question was. You say give out? No, his back hurt. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure she'll reverse chicken. I'm sure she can give. She's a good masseuse. She'll work that out. No. All right, DJ, settle down. Now, you're a golfer. You're getting up there in age. You can't do the thing you used to oh, do. Oh, no. You can try, though. Safe to say he and Paulina have some good times. They're, I bet. they're a party couple, right? Oh, they're, yeah. They're the couple at the party you might want to be careful of. Absolutely. Hey, they just disappeared. But they are, as we talked about yesterday with the uh, the pool party I was at in Vegas, that, by the way, never was in the pool, never entered the grounds of never, the pool. No. Where they were. You were sitting I, by your computer working. I was working under a tree, under a shade thing. Uh, but 
as people said yesterday, they like the idea of the reverse chicken. I bet you Paulina and Dustin Johnson, but maybe that's how D- Dustin hurt his back doing oh the reverse God. chicken with Paulina. Wow. Oh, playing Marco Polo again? Oh, no. Well, you know, good times. That is a great word, reverse chicken. Also, fabulous. How about this? I thought of Ty when I saw this. Kraft Heinz, Kraft Heinz, the company, has created a machine for restaurants where you can create your own sauce blend. You know, like when you can go to the buffet and you get all kinds of stuff, but sure. you have a machine where you can mix ketchup with ranch or barbecue sauce, enhancers like jalapenos, mangoes, smoked chipotle, so you make your own sauce. You in on that, time? I do that every morning at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A sauce, buffalo sauce, chicken minis. Magical combination. Honey mustard. You, that again? Some honey so mustard you, take, in you take the Chick-fil-A sauce. You, you, you unwrap that. You pour a little, like half of the buffalo sauce on top of the Chick-fil-A. If you got a hash brown, you mix it together. It's great with hash browns too, but with the chicken minis, the buffalo Chick-fil-A sauce. Very nice. Also, IHOP is now selling two types of pancake-flavored coffee. Does that sound good to you? One is called buttery syrup coffee. The other tastes like chocolate chip, chocolate chocolate chip pancakes. Like to be a little bit too sweet. Yeah, too sweet. Might actually be good though. You got a sweet tooth. That'd be your thing right there. I just got a toothache, so I'm not doing any of that. You have a long-term girlfriend. If you ever propose, I read this. I didn't ever know this was officially the thing, but according to wedding experts, when you get on your knee to propose to your fiancé, you're supposed to get down on your left knee, hold the box in your left hand, the ring box, and then you open it with your right hand. And You know, you take your right hand and then put it on your wallet. Make sure you cover your wallet. Yeah, I was never really good at taking, you know, going off the right foot on on left-handed, right-handed layups. Okay. So I, I might struggle with that when the time comes. Oh, you couldn't go lefty with a layup now, on the I, layup I, line? I'd get tricky with it, you know? Like, sometimes they don't expect it going the wrong way. If you can finish with your left hand going off your going off your left, why, why not do it sometimes? Why not do it? Trick him. Like Luca does it. By the way, that, that I would like to say, remember the guy at the Dodgers game that got decked by security? He had the proper form going. He was on left knee. He was. Boxing left hand, if memory serves. And he got clobbered. And then that dude took his right <laughs> shoulder right out. Took his collarbone out. Man. All right, let's go to your blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, first blitzer, <laughs> talk to us. Hey, hey, Bucky, man, we're going into the SEC. We need to make a movie with uh, us spreading sugar on Kyle Field. I mean, that's going to be – we can do Big Dog at the Yellow Rose and you could become <laughs> famous, but I really think that uh, you at the uh, Kyle Field spreading sugar on it, going into the SEC next year, you will become very famous. Thank you, Derek, Big Dog. Next Blitzer, you're up. Well, we got the first pick. Houston has done before, but don't worry, Rocket fans. You'll get a championship the next time a big superstar has to go play baseball for two years. Echoing that. Sorry about that phone there, Sean. Next. Hey, Rockets might have won one of those championships against Jordan. I don't know. I don't know. Would Jordan have gone eight in a row? One of the big gifts of sports. Coach. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know how you have the mullet open. Well, what about this? What if he had the reverse chicken? (laughs) Get this. Get this. Get this, E would be on top of Jiggly Jokovic's shoulders, and Trey would be on top of Lumpy Lucas. <laughs> Lumpy Lucas. Next Blitzer, you're up. Bug off to all the weasels and rats who have no code. You know who you are. Ooh, wow. Cryptic. Shut it down. Weasels and rats. Whoa. 
Got to have a code. Who you are. Hey, happy birthday to Vince Young. Good thing Vince, the, the, the Vince Young caller, didn't call in. And by the way, we've gotten a lot of people on the text line saying, Vince, take the day off today. Take the day off. This Enjoy is a great your day birthday. To take, yeah, absolutely. But it'll make us all feel pretty old that uh, Vince is 40 years old today. The big wow. 4-0. Yeah. yeah. Remember we talked to TJ Ford earlier this year, and he had just celebrated his 40th birthday yep. when the Longhorns were making